everyone? Welcome back to the Burpee Zone. It's episode 6. It's been a while. We, we skipped a me, uh, I think a week last week. I'm Spartan Pro Beef and today I'll be your host for the day on the Burpee Zone presented by Film Vitality. And today we got a special guest. I can't wait to introduce you guys to this special guest today. Um, you know, it's something that's very important. Um, community, Spartan community itself. Like, you know, we've always been like getting at it. By the way, there's a little shark over here. And... We've been uh, we've been talking about this for a long time about community, but what does community really stand for in the community in, in Spartan race? I mean, like you know, OCR it's pretty much a big uh, sport out here, and why not invite one of our guest speakers all the way from Singapore? So first of all, she's a Spartan pro athlete. That's that's professional team play here in Spartan race. She's a brand ambassador, and she has a group called. Team Grit OCR and she wants to tell us more about it because you know I've I've been seeing these posts about Team Grit OCR and the community that she's been building and it's pretty good I mean she's one of those um, top-level athletes in Singapore who has dedication for time and balance of doing her own workouts and for community workouts so without further ado I'm gonna introduce you guys to Jesse from Singapore who is gonna connect to us right now what's up Jesse H3X is coming back and in the Philippines, let's try to reclaim the crown, guys. It's October 3 and 4. We got this. Hey! Oh, okay. The, the horizontal image. Am I wonky? <laughs> Give me a sec. Are, are you okay over there? <laughs> I... uh... Better? Okay, no problem. No problem. How are you, Jessie? Okay, can you hear me? Ah, I can I'm hear good, you, thanks. How are you? you? I'm really good here too. I mean, like we're here in the Philippines. Um, things have been like you know getting slowly better. I mean, I would say just slowly better. And like you know, races are still uh, not announced. We're still waiting for that go signal. But we just got a go signal for H3X. Um, if you're familiar, yeah, um, Philippines will be part of it. Uh, October three and four, we've got that go signal for H3X, and we're excited that 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 event is gonna be pushing through. How how are you guys doing there in Singapore? Like, uh, how's Spartan race over there? Yeah, much the same. Not much going on here. Lots of virtual races, so that's been great. It's <laughs> nice to have the option to to do something. Um, I think they're joining the hurricane. It's a virtual hurricane heat, right? Uh for us, I think it's a, we have a venue for the for the hurricane heat. So okay. there's going to be like actually a actual venue for that hurricane heat. Oh wow. Yeah, but it seems like, you know, Singapore has been doing a good job anyways with the uh, containment. And yeah. you guys are going to open up races on November, if I'm not mistaken? Um, I think it'll be a wait and see. At the minute, we're still only allowed groups of five people together. So oh, I think it will be one that we'll have to keep an eye on. Hopefully some, some good news soon and they'll be allowed some more some more group events. But yeah, I think it's one that It'll depend what happens next, but fingers crossed. That's that, that's true. I mean, like, we, we, can, we can never tell, right, what's happening. That's why, you know, we're still trying to prepare everything with safety measures and stuff. And, you know, I resonate with you. This year was just terrible. Like, how? <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, you did win the first place for women's on last February. So congratulations on that again. You know what, looking back on that, it seems a lifetime ago, and I think I made the decision 
I made the decision to come over about 24 hours before I did. And looking back, I am so glad that I came. Good decision. You know, that was like, um, that, actually, that was the first time I met you. And then that was the last time I met you. <laughs> <laughs> first and last. I was about to see you for the next few races. But you yeah, congratulations on that. So much. And it just didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So, um, well, I guess that gives you to my next question, like, how do you feel about what's coming on with 2020 right now? I mean, like, I've seen your post. I've, I've been, well, of course, I follow you. So, like, I get to see, like, you know, uh, I see the frustrations of people. I see everyone's, you know, decisions in this life uh, with this year. And what, what can you tell us about uh, how your journey during this COVID situation came to be? Um, well, it's been a really interesting one because this is my first year on the pro team as well. So I kind of started the year super excited. I had all kinds of visions of taking on the Southeast Asian series and trying to get to loads of races, kind of proving myself as pro status. And then it's just gone progressively downhill. <laughs> I mean, so, I'm pretty sure you, you didn't need to prove that already that you were in the pro team. I mean, like, how yeah, many years was that? <laughs> I think... It was one of those things where when I first started racing and I was doing age group, the idea of racing elite was scary. And then the idea of ever getting to a position on the pro team was just mind blowing. So then when they, when it actually came about, I wasn't expecting it quite so soon. Um, and so, yeah, I guess not necessarily to prove myself to others, but to prove to myself that that was where I deserved to be. I, I wanted to kind of just show that that was kind of where I was, where I was ready to be. But Obviously, the world has other plans. So I think Singapore kind of Singapore stayed open a lot longer than other places. So we were still training when I know that you guys were in full lockdown. You were in lockdown. Um, yeah, like crazy time. So it was I kind of still had those sessions with smaller groups of people. And that was fine. And then the gyms closed here. And so there was this frantic period oh. where I was what can I get my hands on? So I bought an air bike, <laughs> kettlebells, and I was like, right, okay, our house basically turned into a gym. Um, <laughs> and so it became a gym, my school, and uh, where me and my husband lived. And we live in a very small one-bedroom apartment. So that was interesting. Um, but yeah, so kind of kept on track. And I was doing, I started working from home and actually, found that I'd got into an amazing routine and was really chuffed. I was getting up early and stretching and then I was running on my lunch break between work and training after school. And I was like, oh my God, I had abs for the first time in my life. That was exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I've, I've kind of not lost it being back at work, but it's definitely been a new way to adapt. And I think I can totally empathize with anyone who feels like they've kind of fallen off off of training a little bit because when it's so long until the next race and I, you just feel like, oh, another one's been cancelled and now that's not going ahead. So if anyone's out there struggling with training, I feel you. Um, I'm kind of I'm coming back out of, of the downfall. My husband is my coach, so he's been like, Jess, you need to start training. Like, you really need to stick with it. So, How's Sean doing anyway? Yeah, he's okay. So he just got back. So we're relocating to the UK, obviously, you know. Um, so he's back in the UK now. Um, he's just getting oh. set up. And then I'll join him next month. But it seems like the UK's got a race due in October. So that should be quite promising. 
I mean, like, I think this uh, situ- this lockdown period also gives everyone a chance, you know, to either you want to push forward with your training or you just stop, right? Like, yeah. Because for me, like, the first reaction that happened, like, when I learned about the lockdown, I was kind of trying to be positive about it. Like, you know, oh, it's just, you know, it's just a normal uh, flu is going to be gone for a month. And then, damn, like, we, we got so much quarantine here, like, community quarantines, like, modified, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And things just got worse. And I'm like, okay, this, this is getting nowhere. And there was, that came a point that I kind of stopped working out. And then I was like, damn, this is not what I want. This is not yeah. who I'm supposed to be, like, right? Uh, I mean, like, now that we, we got that protein status, uh, we, we got we to gotta step up our game, right? Yeah. But I think it's... I think, because I think there's this perception. I've seen a lot of things like, oh, you're even going to come out of lockdown fit or fat. And it's like, there's, yeah. there's more to it there's than not. that. For exactly. Everyone, like, I've had the good days and I've had the bad days. And I think as long as you're... What's really worked for me is slightly adapting because there isn't a race to work towards so if you can't get hold of monkey bars or whatever if you're still staying active you'll maintain that fitness and I think I started to really stress myself out because I was like I can't train exactly how I want to I may as well do nothing and then it's kind of about changing that mindset of well I can still do what I can do and actually the races will come back and your fitness is not gone forever so it's just about kind of finding ways around what works for you. And yeah, I think this perception that you'll you'll lose it all and you've got no hope is is just a bit sad. Like, <laughs> you'll be fine. Well, eventually, be- uh, people have to figure out that, you know, it's not about what, it's it's not a give, it's not like a, it's not a positive and a negative thinking of way. It's more of like maintaining what you can in, in yep. general, like, right? And that, that's what you got to understand. And I'm glad that you you're still continuing with your training. I, I just also did my training because my uncle has a. Uh, fortunately, he has a private gym, so I still get to do my weights, <laughs> my weight training and stuff. So that's the only way I can do my weights. But other than that, speaking of this, like this kind of situation with Spartan training and all that, I mean, we used to always have community trainings, right? I mean, like that's one of the biggest factors of what Spartan race is. Yeah. I mean, you've got your competitive side. And then you've also got your team building or community building side. And yeah. that's where, to be honest, that's where I started. I started in the community building side. Yeah, 100%. Right? Like, I've never taught myself, like, if I'm going to join the Spartan Race, I'll be competitive after. Like, you know, I was with uh, three other people when we started the Spartan Race um, in the Philippines. Like, we were just running and running and just for fun. And uh, down the line, that's when I get competitive. But, you know, what I love about the community of Spartan races, I, I, I can't explain it. it. But you get me, you understand. Like, there's something about the community. I love it. It's my, they're my, just my favorite people. And I think it's interesting because I could never have imagined the community that would develop. And it's just, it's from things like being lucky enough to go, we went to Vietnam and did some workout coaching there. And that was awesome. And it's amazing how you can go into a community where actually you know no one and you've not met yeah. anyone. But within two minutes, within an Aru and a Burpee, everyone is friends. And it's just the kind of the attitudes that people bring. Everyone's in it for the same reason. Whether you're elite or you, it's your first race, it's, it, you're absolutely right. It's the, the ethos that everyone brings that you've got a guaranteed friend for life if they do Spartan races. So That's, that's true. I mean, like the first time I met you, you didn't know me. I didn't know you as much. But I knew your, I knew your accolades. I knew yeah. your credentials <laughs> yeah. 
thought. <laughs> so of course I was like, okay, like you know, because because if if I'm gonna be like a starting racer or like a newbie, and now I see you know these elites and stuff, you feel intimidated for sure. Right? Yeah. But what I like about the sparring community is that when you talk to them, they talk back. Like yeah. they, they they actually acknowledge you and stuff like that. And that's where uh, what what the importance is like the fact that you, I'm talking to you right now, elite racer for how many years, and you've been having all these awards and shares, and you've definitely proved proved to everyone that you know just because you're an elite doesn't necessarily mean you have to snob people, right? You accept them, you acknowledge yeah. people. And, and that's think- what we love about you. I mean, like, I've been observed. I also observed you during the uh, Feb race. Like a lot of people coming up to you, you know, talking to you. You know, your your name precedes you, Smiley Spartan Racer. You're always smiling all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it was. That was really important to me. I think because I was not an athlete as a child. I no sports as a child. I was massively overweight. I was really unfit. And I've now discovered this world where. I can kind of combine exercise and being healthy and I've realized what it can do for you. But at the same time, I know what it's like to not be there. And I know what it's like to go into the gym and be really overweight and feel really uncomfortable in that situation. I'm also very aware as a woman that there's not that balance quite yet where we want it to be. So as, hi guys, I'm just looking at the comments. Hello. (laughs) As I came into it, that was something that I started, I did a race like you with a group of friends and that was so much fun. And then I moved to age group and I just met the nicest people. And I was like, everyone in this community, whether it's their first race or they've been doing it for years, they're always so lovely. And so as I got more and more experienced and as I learn what I learn, that was kind of why we set up Team Grit because we're like, okay, well, we, we're starting to learn things now. We've got experiences. I want to share this with as many people as I can. And actually for me, that's how I want to train. But I always say one of my friends, you know, Emily, um, one of my friends, Emily, she, we train together basically every week now. Yeah. And we'll always say like, there's no point keeping secrets. Like it's not, for it, I gain no value by kind of keeping all my training in secret. If you can take everything that I do and you can beat me, bring it on. I'll try my damnedest on the race course to catch you, but it, it's about sharing and it should be that community even at an elite level. And I think actually Spartan does that really well. So yeah, it's always bringing people into it, getting them. I basically, if you've met me and you haven't done a Spartan race, I want to know when you're signing up for one. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least the competitive nature that gets the best of you is not more of like in a negative perspective. It's for a positive growth outcome, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think that's what also Spartan does to you besides the fact that there are no excuses on the line when you do mm-hmm. a Spartan race or when you try to do a Spartan race. There's also that factor that, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're still Spartans. Like first, second, third, fourth, whatever. Like, you 100%. know, you're still, you're still a good competitor of mine and I'm honored to be in the finish line or to go to the finish line with you, right? So that's and where I, I want to bring up, yeah? I, sometimes Sorry. it's people who are doing their first race who I think have yeah. worked out. And actually people all say, oh, well, you were racing elite, like you're amazing. I'm like, no, do you know what? Like, this is your first race. You've chosen to do a beast first. It's taken you <laughs> however long. You're amazing. Like being able to do that and get around that course when actually maybe you are you've got health issues or you're maybe not in your kind of peak condition i think that's even more impressive because you've stuck it out and you've shown that grit to get you there so 
yeah I think elite is it serves a purpose and I love that competition but I think if you've got on the start line you've done an amazing job already I see well that's that's what I'm very proud of uh every day I guess like you know uh things have gone slower like from the COVID situation like you know Spartans don't get the experience enough but I'm happy to see that people still believe that you know there's Spartans inside and they do everything that they can I mean like people have been doing virtual races they've been joining virtual workouts and despite you know the community being divided literally from social distancing like totally. there's still some sort of you know innate like um how do you call this aura from everyone yeah we're still one community right i mean like i see team grit has been um doing a lot of like programs for work weekly workouts and i love it like when you see competition wise i mean like uh i, I could see my friend jay jay from uh, malaysia jay is Freaking a bird <laughs> He's a burpee beast, yeah. But um, we, well, tell tell us more about Team Grit, actually. Like, we want to know uh, what Let Team Grit is actually. A first, because so we so Team Grit is basically something that me and my husband set up because we realized that it was funny. I had lots of people asking me, "How do you train?" Um, okay. and I would have to say, "I'm I'm really sorry." Like, it's my husband that does that side of things, and then they'd kind of look at him and be like, "Oh, interesting," because he's this giant tattooed human being. <laughs> uh, so we've kind of realized that actually from from taking me from that first race where I so my first Spartan I nearly had to go to the med tent during a sprint mm -hmm. um it was bad I was super unfit I'd only run three kilometers in one go as I turned up to the race and it it just didn't end well and from that <laughs> point oh we really need to work on this so yeah, my husband was amazing. And within two years was then obviously racing elite. Um, so it was, yeah, pretty crazy kind of journey. And we realized that combining the experience of racing elite with the experience of an SGX coach of someone who's been a personal trainer for years actually leads to quite good things. Um, so we were like, okay, well, what can we do to help the community? We get, I get quite a lot of messages on Instagram asking about training, asking about programming, asking about kind of shoes and races. So we basically decided just to put together, so it started as a website and it's got um, a blog, it's got podcasts, we do training programs and then we also offer coaching. Um, and the idea was basically we obviously meet you guys in the Philippines, we've raced in Malaysia, um, we race in the UK and obviously based in Singapore. How can we kind of bring everyone together and have a space that is there available for anyone that wants it really? Um, so yeah, we kind of set it up. So we are Team Grit OCR and then we've basically just done things that we really like. So we really like t-shirts. So we started designing some t-shirts. That was cool. Um, we've I love just that shirt, the one with the pizza. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have just so the latest thing that we've done is we realized that not everyone can afford or wants to afford personalized coaching um so we've got some clients in different countries now but we've also put together a monthly program that's a lot more cost effective i think it's about 25 sing um so that there's that that different level that you're working at there's there's something there for anyone that wants it really so it's been a lot of fun i just basically love 
I love interacting with people. I just can't get enough of, and that's why you'll see me at races. I always get told off because I don't refuel after a race because I'm talking to that person and I'm talking over there and I'll just go and see them. And everyone's like, Jess, will you just eat something? You need to eat something. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's quite a nice way just to kind of to chat with the community. Um, and so one of the things that we did as soon as lockdown happened, we were like, oh, We'd been doing lots of events in Singapore. Um, so we realized actually people weren't going to be able to get together. So we started doing a workout of the week each week that was equipment free. So obviously we were aware that people aren't being able to get into the gyms. And then we started launching some competitions. So the first one that we did was a burpee competition. And it was basically four weeks. And each week you had to accumulate as many burpees as you can. And Jay actually joined a week late. So he only did three weeks. And then he was hitting like 3,000, 4,000 every it's crazy. week. It's like, well, what do you do, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. To the point that he would send us these videos and, and people were like, he can't be doing that many burpees. And we're like, we've seen it. He's really doing that many burpees. <laughs> but, I, 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 I was always like in awe, like found out. I'm like, you know, these people are actually doing their burpees. And it's been, it's, it's, it's inspiring. Cause you know, it's a, it's a tough situation. There's no reason for you to do a workout, but you're actually doing it. And yeah. right? It gives yeah. it gives gives you a lot of inspiration to think about that, you know, this community is just here waiting for that push. They need that push. Right? And they're supporting each other with it as well. Like the amount yeah. of people <laughs> out and you can just be like, you know that everyone gets it. So I kind of say to my my dad, I'm like, the races have been cancelled and the Southeast Asian series isn't happening. And my dad's like that's sad and really what he means is i have no idea what you're talking about and then <laughs> you say that to someone that's on a spartan race and they're like oh no that's the worst thing ever like i totally empathize yeah so I mean, yeah. we we had the uh we were supposed to have the apac champs for this year in the yeah. philippines yeah it's it was it was not just moved it was handed over to hong kong for this year okay yeah but we're hoping to get it back for next year because you know like that was a big uh, that was a big, you know, um, big event that we wanted to handle. We were so much, we were prepared for it, you know. <laughs> Can you explain a little bit, share why it moved? Oh, well, we're not, sh well, it got moved because it was going to be October, October 24 to 25. But with the current situation in the Philippines, like yeah. uh, with cases rising, we're, I don't think we're going to push through with that. Yeah. And the fact that there, it's like, Asia Pacific Championship. There's no season at all. I mean, like we didn't have a race season. I mean, we're the only. I think we're the only Spartan race in Asia that had a race for 2020. Yeah, yeah right? since I think there's a couple. Does Taiwan? I know Taiwan have oh, had one. That was like fairly recent, right? Yeah. But, like before that, like yeah. we're the only one, right? Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, Vietnam was after us, but then Vietnam and was also cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. Unfor unfortunate for Vietnam. I mean, like this is their first race, and just wasn't their year. <laughs> no. No. And they'll they'll come back. I met the Vietnam team, and they're awesome. So I have no doubt they'll be ready and waiting. But it's just there's been so many disappointments. So Definitely. much. I mean, but these fairly recent races, like I think it started with Taiwan. Like I saw their races and their race photos, and the race report. Man. It, 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 it helps it helps me bring back hope because what I saw from them it was a full stacked uh, I think 2,500 racers attended and like yeah. that's like what like that's a lot of people coming mm -hmm. from a COVID situation and 
everything was well 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 done like the safety adjustments uh, everything especially that they had a competitive heat i mean yeah. like, in the philippines we're even considering like not having a competitive heat for the first race america no competitive heat and so we were talking to dave watson and i was a bit like I'm really glad that you're bringing them back but when are you bringing the competition back <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, mean, I think they just released their schedule like yesterday right yeah the, the whole race schedule for us and wow i'm like astounded like they have that much races already um, right yeah yeah it's it's, all planned i guess I, all, that yeah but I guess, okay. but. <laughs> yeah no. but seeing asia wise like you know after spartan race taiwan korea happened and yeah. i was like okay so there is a chance that you know we can get a race this year um i'm pretty sure i think Malay singapore is for sure gonna have in November, sometime in November, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe. If things push through. I think um, if, and this is just my opinion, I would imagine that it would be locals only, because from oh, okay. what from what I've been reading, Singapore aren't planning to open borders for like for fun travel until 2021. So if they do oh, okay. do one, I would imagine it will be if you are in Singapore, just but for, for a local. I don't know. I'm not the expert, but fingers crossed. Well, fingers crossed you also get back to UK on time. I mean, like, uh, are you yeah. sure you're going to be able to go out? <laughs> They've got to let me back. I'm British. They can't stop me. <laughs> uh, but when's, when's, when's going to be the next race um, for you if you get back to UK? Um, so I'm looking at a trail race at the minute. So it will just be, so middle of September, there's a few trail races going on. So I'm going to give that a go, mainly because I've never run in the UK, really. So we go back every summer and I do a few couple of runs there, but that's that's basically it. So I'm hoping I'm going to be faster because it's not going to be so humid, but we'll see. <laughs> so, hey, Lexi. Lexi's oh, here, by the way. Hey, Lexi. Um, yeah. yeah, the plan is do a trail race in September and then there's a Spartan in October. But I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit terrified about how cold it's going to be. So, oh. You've been to Tahoe? Oh, I haven't been. Mm -mm. Oh, man. Not I, a good idea. <laughs> I only warm and now I'm like, oh, no. They're going to make me swim and it's going to be cold. <laughs> it's going to be a big, it's going to be a new challenge for you. I mean, like you've been racing, what, in more moderate to tropical type of uh, countries in Asia, right? So uh this is the first time this is gonna i mean like, even though your training is good in terms of like your body fitness but mm -hmm. in terms of climate change i think that's gonna affect a lot oh, okay. yeah i'm just hoping i don't make a fool of myself while i adapt <laughs> <laughs> well good luck for you on that though like i can't i can't wait for you to get back to your races though but do you think we'll see you more also like once you're in uk right you're gonna visit asia 100 percent yeah, I've got a lot of unfinished business here in terms of racing. So I've got a whole APAC. series. I've got to come back. 2021 APAC champs, um, I'm thinking about. <laughs> bring it to the Philippines and I'll come join you. <laughs> yes, of course. But damn, like, I, I can't. This, this is what I love about the community. Like, you know, like, even though that you, we, we don't really talk normally, but once we get together, once we get to this situation, uh, Things just seem normal, and that's what I'm really ha ha proud of. Given the situation with COVID, like that's that that's the positive value that you see into it, right? Yeah, and it's amazing. Like to the point that I will spot people not at the minute because obviously you're not allowed to talk to them. But 
when I'm running, you'll see people with Spartan t-shirts on. And I'm like, we're friends. I've never seen <laughs> And sometimes if I'm not wearing a Spartan t-shirt, they look at me like I'm crazy. But it's yeah. like, you know already you've got a common interest. So you've instantly got conversation. And I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's just so easy to just sit and have a chat when you know that they've got that, that shared passion. Well, what do you think of the uh, community once things get back to this, you know, given the safety adjustments, like, would you, I mean, it, it, just a personal opinion, personal question, like, would you come back to a race with these safety adjustments that, example, like, there might be no competitive heat or, like, there might be just social distancing around? Mm -hmm. How would you feel, like, if that that's the situation that's brought up to you? I mean, I'd definitely be a part of it, 100%. It is too good to not. I... For me personally, the competitive part of it is what I love, is what I train for. It's mm. it's a good way to kind of test my fitness, to see how I stack up. I would be very sad if there were no competitive races. Um, I'm hoping that they'll have to, like, they're going to have to adapt to that. So I'm hoping that they will they'll make that happen my worry is that they keep saying that there's going to be no bucket carry or sandbag and i'm like but but that's my thing <laughs> I need that's, like, that's where you get the advantage on for everybody <laughs> yeah i'm like I would, Bye. if i'm not mistaken um for for us for our safety adjustments we still have sandbag and we still have bucket carry uh, okay but i think okay. some countries took it out not not mm. the bucket carry, but the sandbag carry, because the, yeah. the sandbag is a bit more dirty than the bucket carry itself, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I mean, I will always be a part of Spartan. Like we often, um, we were a volunteer or we referee on the days we're not racing. So I'd hundred percent still be a part of it. But yeah, I would. I would be really sad to see that competitive side go. But I don't think it's going. I think it will. It'll come back. It's definitely just going to be like temporary, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be fun, like to see also, like when because our first race, uh, we won't have competitive heats for the first race. Uh, it's gonna be more of like a test run. Yeah. Excuse me, for us to understand, you know, if everyone's gonna be good with it, good with yeah. the race, or like um, or not, because we want to see like how people uh get to adapt to the situation of the COVID yeah. post COVID, right? I think what's really great is what I've seen from the virtual races is there's lots of people who haven't done a Spartan um, and don't have that experience who have done a virtual race and now want to do a real race. So I think yeah. people who will be really keen to do that first event are going to be your people who have, who want to test it out and they want to see what it's like. And I think that's really exciting is that yes, COVID has been rubbish and there's so many things that have been canceled, but I also think there's a lot of people who have found obstacle course racing and have found Spartan who are going to be super excited. So we should see, hopefully, an influx of some new some new Spartans to hang out with too, which I think is really cool. I know. Everyone's like been like doing the virtual races. They're like, what? There's no obstacle at all. It's just bodyweight workouts, right? <laughs> but I think that's going to be like, they're more pumped for that action, right? I mean, they're more pumped for that uh, new obstacle that we're going to be setting up for the coming yeah. years. And ah. Uh, now you're making me want to race. I miss racing. Like, <laughs> oh, it's such a shame. But yeah, it's I good. Know, Great. Hey, if we miss it that much, it means that we're missing something good. So, 
But of course, at the end of the day, I also miss the community. Like that's what inspires me also to do my racing. Because like, you know, without the community, um, it would just be a normal race for me. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not dissing on all the other races out there, like marathons, etc. But then, like, at the end of the day, I still race for a reason. And the community is the one that brings everyone. I think it's the community that makes it a shared race. I would say a shared race. Everyone wins at the end. Yeah. Right? There's, like, there's no losers. There's, there's, there's like, no heat against each other. There's no point for you guys to fight each other. Right? <laughs> It's great. And it's, it is seeing everyone at the finish line. There's that same sense of achievement, whatever level you've competed in. So yeah, it's, it's very special. And that's where I want to say like, thank, thank you for making Team Grit OCR. That, that, was, a, uh, that was a big uh, oh. achievement. I've, I mean, like, for sure, for us, like, we appreciate that kind of situation that you, you've done, you've provided for the community. It's nice to see that, to be honest. It's, it's really nice I've, to see that. I'm hoping that everyone kind of hangs in. So we'll be based in the UK. We'll still be putting stuff out everywhere. And we'd really like to maintain the base that we've built here in Malaysia, in the Philippines, um, in Vietnam, and then just kind of keep growing it. I'm hoping that everyone can see it as a bit of an online platform rather than just a kind of a Singapore-based thing. So I think it's exciting. There's there's lots more that can be done. For sure. I don't think it's going to be a, you know, just a country-based uh, type yeah. of uh, platform it's more of like a online community yeah right? I, mean, I haven't seen as much of those because i've always been seeing country-based teams mm -hmm. right but team grit has to be like that kind of global aspect whereas like yeah. you know grit is for everyone because grit i mean everyone can get can get grit right oh. and you need it for yeah. a spot <laughs> yeah because by definition grit is the stubborn refusal to quit exactly and, and that's why we I was don't quit <laughs> <laughs> we we spent days trying to pick that name and then it was like it's got to have the word grit in whatever it is it has to be <laughs> so so was sean uh the one that made, made the logo or like did you guys make the uh how did you guys make the logo yeah it was a real team effort actually we used a like an online logo creator tool um so the color is my choice so the mint color in the logo is my favorite so it's my watch color it's like oh. just the best <laughs> said yeah it has to be mint in some form <laughs> okay i see but it's quite good because it then means that we've got kind of a base color for for everything so everything is now mint which is great because i love it <laughs> but and yeah i, so I noticed that the shirt that you made the pizza games it's also mint green right something like that <laughs> yeah okay. i'm very but yeah, so everything we do is a team decision, which is really nice. But it's, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's been a fun process. I've learned so much from it. Like, I think until you, until you do something super new, you don't realize how many different things you need to learn. Um, so that's been fun as well. But yeah. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to actually uh, get to see you again or to meet you guys again. Uh, we need but... Sorry? How do you feel about a Europe race? <laughs> oh, I want to go to Europe. I mean, like, I've been to Tahoe. That was my first international outside Asia race yeah. in Tahoe last year. Um, was not a good idea. <laughs> I wasn't Did prepared for the climate. Did you finish? Yes, I survived. Did well done. So but I was so oh. slow. Like, you know, 
I couldn't just not survive. Like, you know, if that, the, the, the thought is that, you know, you traveled how many miles away and then yeah. you, you apparently like just fail and the swimming part, especially the swimming part, that's the, <laughs> It looked so cold. And I think sometimes your body just lets you down. So I think there's like, I know a few people who have been desperate to finish and would never have yeah. given up. They've just been pulled from course. Like it just shows how much yeah. you need to prepare. I've seen this. This is this is horrifying. Okay, like the, I'm just gonna put a short, uh, short story in. So I was doing well my first few few kilometers going into the course, and then because you know I had four layers of clothing, everything was still okay, and until the swimming part. The swimming part, we had to take our clothes off, and then yeah. we had to carry our clothes, like uh, during the swim. Like we can't leave it in the ground. So yeah. imagine the others who have more clothes than I do, and they're just going around. And I see people crying, literally crying, coming off from the water. I probably... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so horrifying. <laughs> like, you're about to do the swim, and you see people coming out of the water, like, oh my god, like, what is this? <laughs> I so had I that... go... When I went to the Sentosa race, I had pushed myself too hard. And I also finished the race crying. And I was crying. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was just so exhausted. And I was like, I don't think I can make it to the finish line. And <laughs> Sean had already finished. So Sean is there and he's like, babe, you're like 200 meters from the finish line. All you've got to do is slip wall. And I'm running and crying. Like, I don't think I can do it. He's like, okay, you, you just need to stop and you just need to finish this race. So <laughs> it happens to us all. <laughs> yeah, but this wasn't crying because of, you know, happiness. This was crying because it really sucked <laughs> oh no mine wasn't happiness either mine was like okay. I, my, I just I, I didn't think i could make it to the end i'd pushed too hard and i was like i just want to sit down here and sean was like baby you can't sit down here you, you're nearly finished just carry on but well, congrats at least you finished that right but i cannot even i was so stoked i mean i don't know what will happen with world champs now but i was very excited when it had moved somewhere warm because the idea of going to world champs and it being freezing is like, I've got a lot of adapting to do in the UK. I am not good with the cold, so I'm going to have to work out how to be better with it. But we, yeah. Ooh. It wasn't just the cold, actually, if you're going to talk about world champs, it was also the snow, the terrain. That was a bit more difficult also. Yeah. I mean, like uh, running in snow is very different from running in, Lahar in Alvera, like um, last year, it was harder, and you slip. Unlike in Alvera, when you have your foot planted over there, your chances that you just you just drag your feet a bit heavier, but yeah. in Tahoe, you have a chance to fall. Down. <laughs> That's a shitty for it. But well, now it's in Abu Dhabi, yeah. like you know, um, I, I hope. Well, I don't know if it's gonna be pushing through, but hopefully it does. I really um, hope. Are you are you plan are you are you having plans on going there? Yeah, so I because I moved back to the UK in August, the plan had always okay. been to do a bit. So I'm a teacher in my real life, um, so my plan had been to just do a bit of supply work until December, do the world champs, and then look for a proper job in January. So I was going to pretend to be an athlete for a few months, just just see how it works. Um, I'm still holding it. I mean, until they cancel it, all I can do is train like it hasn't been cancelled, right? So for now, I'm holding out and fingers crossed it will happen. If it doesn't, 
I will adapt, right? We're Spartans. So we'll just have to see what happens next. But yeah, fingers crossed. I hope so. Can you imagine? Like, it's, it's such a super hot race now. Like, from a super cold race, turns into yeah. a super hot race. Well, that's when it was in Tahoe. I was like, ooh, no. And then when they said Abu Dhabi, I was like, advantage. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely in. You're going to be going in. This is it. But, it's, it's, it's been always like an advantage of the others like for those who have been acclimatized already yeah it's our turf now yeah <laughs> apex turn <laughs> um, well, well thank you so much for sharing that with us you know Jesse and uh, for sharing what you have for us today uh, what, what's been always been interesting for me like is that every Spartan that I conducted the interview with or every person that I talk to has a different story to tell, has a different perspective on how the race is. But and the bottom line is that, I mean, in the bottom or like in the whole retrospect of it, one thing gives me is that it's still grit. Like, you know, you guys have that stubborn refusal to quit, uh, <laughs> given the bad situation that we have here in the world, like a global pandemic and everything. You're still at it. You're still moving, right? And it's not like we're trying to think about what's in the past. We're just trying to, you know, reminisce on the good memories. But we move forward to what's next and what's yeah. forward to our new lives ahead. So, yeah, yeah well, uh, I really appreciate that you have the time for us to talk right now. I've always got the time for you guys. Spartan Philippines has a very special place in my heart. You guys put on awesome uh -huh. races and your whole team are gorgeous. So I will 100% be <laughs> when the races come back but you know i am always here to chat so always very happy definitely but you know this this isn't a burpee zone without any burpees do you have some space for you to do some burpees <laughs> yeah or how many do you want from <laughs> we're just gonna do five uh five simple burpees before we end the conversation but uh <laughs> yeah before we end the call by the way i just want to say that uh jesse here is a uh Spartan Pro athlete, brand ambassador, and is a co-founder of Team Grit OCR. And thankfully, uh, and hopefully, you guys get to check that check that out. Check out Team Grit OCR. And hope if you guys haven't seen Jessie in the races yet, say hi to her. She's very friendly, right, Jessie? <laughs> always, I try and be as smiley as possible. Definitely check us out and always come and say hi. We're always happy to chat. Definitely. All right, I'm gonna get to my position. I'm gonna do five burpees with you. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's do this. Um, no excuses. Right, ready. ready on you. Okay, um, three. Put this in the floor. Two. You ready? Go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a burpee. That's good. I don't think you actually do burpees in the races. I mean, like, you probably ace all obstacles anyway, so. Heathrow, <laughs> well, that's one to think about, so. Ah, oh, that's right. Spirit, spiritual for everyone, right? That's like a 50-50 chance for me. So it's still like, still hard to train with that. But well, okay. yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Well, I hope, I hope everything goes well, I mean, in, in your way. And, you know, have a safe trip going to back to UK soon. And Thanks. Thank you again for having uh, the time for us today. Oh, no. If so you, have, you still have any final words? To, 
to say to our community here. <laughs> Good. Yeah, thanks for letting me be a part of it. Check us out, send us a message, and if you ever need any tips or advice, we are very happy to chat. So guys, check out Team Grit OCR. Uh, also check out this smiley girl down there, Smiley Spire Racer. Uh, make sure to say hi to her when she comes back to our races here in the Philippines. And if uh, either 2020 or 2021, okay. right? Amazing. Thanks, babe. Okay. You guys take care. Aru. Bye.